for all the news you need to know. Welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where great people and great topics are brought together for stimulating and thought-provoking conversation brought to you by the Vibration Radio Network. Welcome, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. I want to say happy Thursday to you guys out there. Hey, the week is almost over, but, you know, as I always say, we got to keep pushing and go out with a bang. So make sure that those goals that you have set earlier in the week that you are keep pushing, are going to keep striving to keep pushing uh, to make those things happen, you guys. So I'm excited, folks. we got to Great guest joining us this evening, you guys. We have Erica Michelle in the building, you guys. I'm excited about having her on the show. Um, everybody has been uh, inquisitive on who is the Broken Heart Specialist. So you guys are going to find out uh, who uh, the Broken Heart Specialist is indeed tonight, you guys. As always, I encourage you guys to make sure you download our app. That's YRN1328. Available on iPhone and Android, so you can listen to the Beautiful Butterfly Show and all of the other awesome hosts that we have over here on your radio network. Uh, also, make sure you share the show on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We want to let everybody know that Erica Michelle is in the building, you guys, as well. And if you're out there, maybe you got a question or comment uh, once you um, start hearing more of the broadcast, feel free to call in and ask your questions. The number is 347 Three two six nine one three nine. All you have to do is press the number one, and we'll bring you up on the line so that you can have your opportunity to speak with Erica live right here on the beautiful Butterfly Show, you guys. So we're not going to delay any longer. We're going to bring the lady of the hour on here. Erica, you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? Thank you for having me this afternoon. Absolutely. I'm doing fantastic. It's been a long day, but i, I got to keep it pushing. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You can't stop. Keep pushing. Absolutely, absolutely. So, of course, for the folks out here, um, including myself, uh, we're eager to know uh, who is the heart, <laughs> the broken heart specialist. Uh, tell us a little bit about who you are. Tell us a little bit about Erica Michelle. Okay, well, um, again, thank you so much. I've been looking forward um, to this time to just hang out with you and your audience. Again, my name is Erica Michelle. I am known to most of my clients as the Broken Heart Specialist. And the Broken Heart Specialist is just a woman of God who um, made a um, commitment, a vow to God Mm -hmm. to be a vessel. And in Mm -hmm. doing so... um, 
he has taken my life, my own personal testimony, my own personal, if you would say, drama, and yeah. has uh, taken, <laughs> you know, taken it to work for his glory, for his kingdom. So when I say the broken heart specialist, I'll just give you a really quick um, insight on that. As I was mm-hmm. seeking God on what he wanted me to do in this next season of my life, yeah. He, you know, he um, confirmed that I would be walking into destiny of what he had given me over 15 years ago, which was just speaking to the lives of women all across the okay. world. However, I yeah. didn't know that it was going to take 15 years for this to really, you know, uh, cultivate to right. what he wanted it to be. Well, after right. a devastating divorce and losing mm-hmm. everything that I had, I had to um, had to return back to God and say, look, I don't know what's going mm-hmm. on. I don't even know if you know, if I'm valuable to the kingdom anymore, you know, really wow. hard on myself, really, yeah. really um, struggling mm-hmm. with the fact that how could God use me in the state that I was in? And then um, as I began to speak to him, he said to me, if you are willing to give me all of you and not pieces of you, not the parts that you think you can hold on to and just give me what you want me to fix, then I will be, you know, I will use you most definitely for the kingdom. Because you understand that it's the broken things that right. actually um, yields the most light, right? So when we're whole, right, it's right. hard to get light through us. But when we're broken, trust me, we open, <laughs> we let the light shine. So uh, with that being said, as I begin to see God, because I am really driven by even when I write by titles or subtitles, like, God, what you want me to talk to people about, he, he, mm-hmm. we came up with the broken heart specialist. But what he let me know was the broken heart specialist would be nothing without him. So let me just give you the quick yeah. analogy he gave me. He said, you have a primary physician who sees everybody in my family. But if there yeah. is something that, you know, that is wrong outside of his scope, you will always get a referral to a specialist. You can't just walk in a mm-hmm. specialist's office and say, I right. want to see you, right? <laughs> so the same right. way with God, he's letting me know. He said, I will always be the, the primary caregiver. Every woman that mm-hmm. will walk, that will ever enter into your life, whether it be you speaking to them from the stage or you are a mentor or a coach to them, know that I will always be the one that send mm-hmm. them. So before I, mm-hmm. I accept anything, I have to ask him because I need to make sure that it's sent by him. And then as he told me that, he said, and um, so they will always come through me, and I will always send them to you. So that's Mm -hmm. pretty much how we came up with the Broken Heart Specialist, because we know that God is a healer. But there's there's nothing that he can't do, but they will come through me first, and then together we will go to him, and he will heal their broken hearts. That's what one of the scriptures says, that Jesus came so that he can heal the brokenhearted. Well, God uses us to bring people to Jesus, right? So that's pretty much how the broken heart specialist came about. So without God, I'm nothing. So I'm just a vessel and I'm a servant. That's what I tell people. I can give you all these other titles, but the number one title (laughs) for me is I am a servant to him. And I'm not trying to be um, super religious or spiritual. It is the fact. Without him, I'm nothing. So that's pretty much where that came from. (laughs) <laughs> wow, amazing. Yeah. And I, I wanted to ask you because we we um done a lot of shows on over here on the topic um of okay. um divorce and relationships and um sometimes that is a hard is a hard transitional period for people. Um because yes. like you mentioned you're dealing with so many emotions of what's taking place because at the end of the day, I'm going to say most most people mm-hmm. marry without the intent of ever mm. thinking about divorce. Yes. You know, yes. so um, how for you, how did you personally 
were able to get yourself um, uh, back together, um, be, uh, you know, after um, a transitional process like that? How did you, you know, through all the things that you were experiencing, emotions and, and all of that, how were you able to piece back um, Erica and Michelle? Well, to, I'm just, you know, the only way I know how to say is to be honest. I, I didn't. I couldn't. Yeah. Actually, I had yeah. the moment of saying, God, you know, basically, how could you use me? <laughs> like, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. no way possible will I be able to, to to carry the torch that you're asking, because that's basically what we yeah. do. And so right. um, as I co- as I committed to him, um, what I've always I've always journaled. Even when I was a little girl, we at that time we yeah. said we wrote in a diary. You remember the diaries that had the little yes, rocks? I do. Well, even <laughs> yeah, as a child, I, I've always used the diary as a form of me speaking because one of the things mm-hmm. that didn't happen in our house was my mother always she was a single mom and my mother always said we're we'll going the house we'll never leave the house so you don't share what's mm-hmm. going on in here outside. So I, right. at an early age, I learned how to suppress by writing, right? Not mm, not writing right. like a professional. I mean, just writing as a tool of writing, expression. Yeah. And so right. um, that continued on in my adulthood. So as I'm crying out to God, Lord, what am I going to do? I'm starting over at the age of 40. I lost my home. I, I had to walk away from a job. You know, I mean, all of this transition leaves the state I had been in for 20 years to return back to my home state. And not mm. only that, but to return back to my home state and live with my parents, right? Because wow. that was that yes. was the, that was the next best thing for me, so that right. I could. Tr- I didn't understand it, but God had a plan. So as I'm crying mm-hmm. out to Him, you know, really saying, "God, you know, is no way possible." I begin to journal every day. I begin to journal just to the feelings, the emotions, and all of these things because I'm like, and then God told then, then the one day I got the message, the divorce was not what brought me to the place of breaking. The divorce was just mm. a part of that. So we actually right. had to go back to childhood and really follow through of what where yes. did the breaking really start? Yes. Because Absolutely. there's times we can drop something like, oh, it's good, it's not cracked. But really, there we can't see it with the eye, but there is a, a crack. There is damage to it. And what it is waiting for is as pressure continues to press on it and pressure continues to, you know, knock it up or whatever, at that point, then we realize that it really was a crack all the time. So that's what we had to do. We had to go all the way back. And what, what I did was, per the guidance of God, I had to disconnect to reconnect, right? I had to disconnect right. from everything that was that I used as familiarity, and I had to reconnect to the source. So as I um, shared the other day, I had a um, interview, and I gave them this analogy because I think people really see when you give them analogy, that's how I work. So God, Jesus Absolutely. dealt with, um, with um, parables. I like to give analogies when I speak. So we can have this beautiful TV up here, nice, everything connected to it. There's a plug, there's a wire that has to go in the plug, the source, right, to give it power. Well, it's right. not plugged. It looks beautiful, but it's not doing anything. So that mm-hmm. was the same mm-hmm. thing on the outside. If somebody saw me, they would think I had it all together. But in the inside, I was so broken. And God was saying, I need you to disconnect from all these things, and I need you to, I need to be your main source. So for 365 days, exactly one year, 
I mm-hmm. disconnected from social media. I didn't give no yeah. warnings. You know how some people be like, oh, I'm leaving. No. Uh, yeah. You allow me I'm to give no warnings. I'm going out for three months. I'll be yeah. back. <laughs> no. No. I, had, I disconnected. <laughs> I changed my phone number. It was a series of wow. things that God took me through. Yeah. But now I understand why. Because in that one year, I tell you, I gleaned so much from him. And and guess mm-hmm. what? I was able to see my doings where where I fell short. No longer did I have to point the finger at the husband who walked out and say he no longer mm-hmm. he that I was a mistake that he didn't want to be married to me. God began to show me the the imperfections and the issues with my own self even before I connected with him. So what right. I say to the women that I get to speak to, minister to, counsel, coach, whatever you 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 would call it, I always say to them that healing is a process. No one told yes. me that. I was told, get yes. over it, go on, you yep. you know, do this. I was around strong yes. women. My mother had six sisters. So everything I saw was women, you know, on the outside showing how strong mm-hmm. they were, but I never saw the, the softer side. I never saw the side where people say, right. you know what, this hurts. So that's what that's what my goal is, is to say it's okay to hurt, but we're not going to stay in the place of hurt. So we go from the mm-hmm. place of breakup to the place of breakthrough. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's through those processes, um, Erica, that, uh, as you mentioned, like disconnecting yourself from social media, changing your number, I find that doing those processes, you, you, you gain so much clarity of what's really going on and what's really transpiring in your life. I think that with social media and other just other things that are going on around us, a lot of times we're just going through the motions, you know, day to day. We're going to work and we're coming home and we're cooking dinner yes. and whatnot. And so when we disconnect ourselves, you know, that is you and God's private time to have those conversations, to have those crying sessions and, and therapeutic conversations uh, on what's going on with your life. And I think it's good for us a lot of times to take those moments, um, take those yes. moments in our lives to just detach ourselves because there's so much going on in the world, so much taking place um, that a lot of times we just get so boggled with stuff that we forget, you know, well, what about me? What about what's going on with mm. me and some of the yes. things that I'm dealing with, you know? Yes. Absolutely. Yes, Absolutely. most Definitely. And so I, I wanted to ask you, um, doing that uh, process, um, and, and you were able to uh, get yourself uh, through that and so forth, what mm-hmm. made you, uh, what was the inside of Erica that said, you know, um, I, I know you um, have received um, uh, the message from God, um, but what 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 was that moment that you decided to step out there and mm-hmm. engage in conversation with women? Um, about these certain situations they were going through, whether it was heartbreak or yeah. different relationships or divorce. Uh, what was yeah. that first moment like for you? Well, here's the thing. I've um, Prior to walking into this, this season, right, because, of course, mm-hmm. we have seasons. Prior to walking into this season, before I actually – so let's just say three years prior to – the devastation of the divorce. I've I've always been in ministry, so I was a minister, um, <clears throat> and I spoke to women and all of those great things, but not in this capacity. In this capacity, right. I was able to talk from a more um, what you would say a real state of mind, right? Because I went through all of this. This wasn't scripture that I was just 
share right. with, you know, people. It was right. my real life. And so one of the, the vows that I made, as God was bringing me through, I could I could feel myself um, shifting. And I knew it was like the shifting happened when one day I was driving to work at this time. And every day when I would drive to work, I would cry all the way to work. Because I just was like, I don't know what's going to happen. Everything was just new. And this particular, and I played a, the same song every morning. And this particular morning when I went to put the song on, the tears didn't <laughs> come out anymore. I was, and it was shocking. Like, I didn't feel the same emotion anymore. And that was when I knew, because I knew God had already, deliverance was always al- already mine. It's just a matter of when we decide to walk into it, right? Because he died for us. So it's already ours. It's just a matter of when we decide right. to walk. So when I, that morning when the tears didn't want to come and I even tried, I can remember it like yesterday. I even tried, but they wouldn't come and the feeling didn't come anymore. And so I knew then that the healing process had taken place, right? It was like, I didn't have to deal with that issue anymore. I still knew there was growing to go. And then when um, I began to, God put on my heart to begin to share it, I was like, God, I don't want to share this with, like, you know, this is embarrassing. Like, you don't want people, you can tell people what you want, but you don't really want people all in the business. And I knew that I would have to get (laughs) naked. I knew that I had to be real. Like, this wasn't going to be, I can pick and choose the pieces so as as I began to close out that chapter, I told God, I said, God, if when you open up the door for me, when you bring me out of this, I promise to go back and get my sisters. Well, I made that vow to him, and I knew that day I was coming out. I didn't know how he was gonna, um, how he was gonna allow me to share it with anyone at that point, because remember, I was just journaling. Never ever thought right. about writing, or making right. a workbook, or writing. And so after that, as I I did my first video myself, and I had a chance to share with people. And by that, when I saw men and women saying, thank you, thank you for sharing, not so much to build my ego, but thank you, because that meant to me that that they that something about the video, right, which wasn't a script right. video, it wasn't professional, it was just me sitting on my patio sharing the truth about this transition I was going through, and then I knew that I had to go forward because I was scared. I was scared of yeah. what was people going to say. You're a woman of God, mm-hmm. and you're going mm-hmm. through divorce. You lost your house right. foreclosure. You know, you, you, you lost a job of six-plus years that you say God bless you. You know how we can be hard on our yeah. sisters and brothers. <laughs> you know, so, so yes. you know, the world yes. will embrace you more than your own. And, and, and I'm not bashing. I'm just saying we are harder on each other. And so that was the moment. Yeah, that was the moment Mm -hmm. I knew there was no turning back, that I was going to move forward however God chose me. And so I thought it was going to be the book first. And as I began to prepare for the book, he told me to put a a pause on the book, and I want you to create the workbook. I want you to create the interactive workbook because I need women to have something to start helping them Mm -hmm. now. And that's where my one-year sabbatical, um, a woman's journey – a woman's journey to find a woman's guide. I'm sorry to finding self-love, healing, and God's masterpiece. That's how that came. That was birthed from my journaling. Everything that right. I was that I took from the journal, he allowed me to be create a creative writer and put it into a workbook. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I love women. that because uh, for myself, um, my mother actually started me journaling. Oh goodness, uh, I can remember as as a young girl, and actually I would uh, take my notes from uh, the pastor's sermon in there, and uh, then later on, uh, she gave me my first journal to kind of journal, and so I still do. Uh, even to this okay. day, I still have a book where I journal and so forth, and I found that uh, even those moments. Um, where we don't want to share what's going on with us. You know, journaling, writing it down, uh, yes. it's, it's therapeutic. You know, it's therapeutic. It is. You can cry, write about it, and mm-hmm. <laughs> close the book, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's done, and, and so forth. And I, and you mentioned something about, you know, going through this process, and I think a lot of times when we're going through um, breakups or divorce, the first thing that most of us think about is what are other people going to think? Yes. You know, we yes. are so concerned about what people are going to think because, you know, you think, because the, the thing is, just, you know, uh, to put it out there, a lot of people sit around, um, unfortunately, um, mm-hmm. and some people are happy for our uh, relationships and some people are not. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have people, well, I knew they weren't happy anyway. You know, I knew they were having issues. So you have all these different things that you're trying to, you know, block out as you go through this process. And that mm-hmm. that shameful is kind of a, a shameful part where people feel ashamed, you know, because yes. they're going through this, uh, yes. through this and so forth. And so uh, with you and speaking, you know, to various women, do you found, find that a lot of women um, that that shameful part is something that weighs heavily on them as well uh, during yes. these processes. Yes, yeah. most definitely. Yeah. And in um, in the in the workbook that I I provide, it's twelve months, right? Because of course it took me twelve months. And some people yeah. that they've purchased this workbook and they'll because like I I like to keep in contact with those if they buy it. Um, one of the things that they get access to is to they can send me email anytime. And so some of them like you know every time I think I'm going on to month two, I have to go back to month one. And I say and that's okay. That's why we didn't make it chapters. We made it months right. so that anybody that pick up that workbook can come can start at any time. But the mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. month I think is the hardest month because in that month yeah. is three is three pieces to completing that month and the three pieces consist of mourning accepting and releasing right okay so the right. mourning part is where you can actually cry about it and don't feel bad. Don't feel like, you know, where, where you're, you know, like my mother, she's a hardcore mother. She, I mean, I love her to death. She loves me to death. She'll go to the moon and back. But she's like, listen, get over it. Like, he mm-hmm. ain't the one. Mm-hmm. That's how she's always been even since we were young. So <laughs> right. if you have right. that type of upbringing, who dares to mourn about that? And you right. need to mourn about it. And scripture tells us it's okay to mourn about a debt mm-hmm. because a divorce can can be a debt. But what I don't want the debt to be is a spiritual debt because when it's mm-hmm. a spiritual debt, then you you have to go through what I went through where God had to revive me again. No, I want you to 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 the divorce to, or listen the breakup. Let me, let me just clarify this: it may not be a divorce. You may have been in a long term relationship. Or right, you may right. be having, it could be a, um, a, um, a parent, a father, you know. I mean, it could be so mm-hmm. many things that you finally come to the conclusion that this relationship is just not going to work. I, I share this. I say, listen, you might be in the need of breaking up with those 
nasty habits you have. You might need to break up with those financial the way you handle finances, you might need to break up with some some friend girls that's been in your life mm-hmm. for so long, and you yes. know they've been they should have been kicked out, or vice versa. Yes. So the breakup, yes. we have to make sure we understand the breakup is not so much a divorce. Mine was a divorce. You might need to break up with that job you on just because mm-hmm. you know that God has been telling you it's time to go on to something else, but you're so scared to let it go. Right. So your breakup may be in in many different forms. It's okay to mourn right. about it. I want you to mourn about it, but the scripture says, "Man, of God, when the man of God mourned about the king, God came. The spirit of God came to him and said, He said, How long will you mourn? So you mm-hmm. got to put a deadline to that thing. You got to mourn about it, Absolutely. cry about it, whatever you got to do, and you got to say, Okay, it's it's time for me to to clear up the tears. And then you have to mm-hmm. come into to, to accept it. You know what, God? I know this is not your will. I know it wasn't God's will for me to, to go through a divorce. But but he says all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and is called according to his purpose. So I'm not justifying it because, remember, I didn't walk out from the marriage. He did, but I still right. played right. a part. And that is mm-hmm. what I take ownership of. I still played a part in it happening. And then the final right. thing is, is um, the, which is three pieces, the final thing in the first month is you have to be ready to have that release party. Like, I just give a little scenario. I'm like, call up the girlfriends, the same ones you call up, and they, you know, <laughs> tell you to get over there, yeah. tell them, hey, come over to the house. You guys are going to have a release party. They're going to keep you accountable. You are not going to go back to that state of mind. Every time you feel like it, you're going to be able to pick up the phone and call one of them because, remember, you had a release party. You released him. You released it. You released the thought. You released the father. Whatever it was you needed to release, you have to do those first three things in that first month before you can go on to do anything else in this workbook and so that when whenever when I was able to do that then I knew that it was just a matter of the the rest of it being the process time of what God wanted me to go through absolutely absolutely and and the thing about the mourning process um sometimes we have people Erica who they're in mourning (laughs) for a long time yes (laughs) for for a long long long. time too long should there be a, a mm-hmm. expiration a date yes. on that yes. morning. <laughs> yes, but, but only God can give you that. You yeah. have to seek God yeah. and say, um, you know, okay, right. when, like I said, um, I believe that we keep ourselves in, in in those places. So when yeah. when I when I was able to direct get a direct download from God because I didn't have any other voices, I didn't have none of my girlfriends reminding me of, about the bumbo who walked out. You know, I didn't have my mom saying, "Oh, right. you know, none of this." It was just me and God. And so um, I knew when it was time because I could feel it. Like it was a nag. It was a, not a nag. I'm sorry. It was more like a nudge. And so we have to make sure that we don't go out too soon, right? Because you know how quick we'll jump out one relationship and go into another. But all we're doing is recycling those hurts. We're not healing. We're just taking those hurts with us. We're going to recycle them. We're going to add on to the ones the next one give us and the next one. So timing is 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 of essence Mm -hmm. to this whole process. So, yes. Absolutely. But my timing may not be your timing, sis. Especially if you're dealing with some deep things, right? So it may mm-hmm. take you 30 days to finally say, you know what? Okay, I I got that 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 um uneasy feeling has gone away like I did as I was driving to work that morning. No one told me it was time. It was just that that morning when I put that song on that would normally break, 
you know, uh, or make me just, you know, go into that mood and it didn't do that anymore, I knew mm-hmm. it was t- it was then time to move. I, my morning season was over. No more Absolutely. mourning about that thing. So, yes, I do Absolutely. believe there should be a timeline, but I believe that it should be governed between you and God, that you really need to seek him. And yours may not take as long as someone else's, but don't allow your time frame to make you feel like, oh, my God, I'm not healing because you, you don't feel healing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't feel God because healing right. is already present. You don't necessarily feel healing is not what you're going to feel, but you will know, and I believe spiritually you know when the, when the seasons shift. So I would most definitely absolutely. say to put a timeline to that. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, what I want to do is I want to take uh, a few minutes, and we're going to take a commercial break, you guys, and we're going to come back with more. Erica Michelle, you guys, right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And listen, if you got any questions or comments, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139, and all you have to do is press the number 1, and we will bring you on the line so that you may answer your question or uh, share your comment with us, you guys. So we'll be right back after these commercial breaks. Check out the creative work of the author, Trent Williams, of www.taylorkennedymedia.com. Chapter of the Delta gives us a peek at his life-changing events. And if that's not enough, Trent tells you more about his brothers and his life through memoirs in his book, The Four Horsemen. His blogs and daily stimulating quotes are published in his book, Life's Little Addiction. And when you have a need of some human coaching of life and relationships, Take a look at Conversations with Trent, Volume 1 and 2, and Conversations with Trent, Limited Edition. You will find his works available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all online book retailers. Hey, y'all. It's Coach Michelle Jackson. And when I'm not busy coaching, motivating, or writing... I listen to Bianca Fly on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Bianca Fly takes you high on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Oh, I love you.
Hey, welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Uh, that song played uh, was by Marika Chislam, you guys, all gospel recording artist who was on the show um, last month. Uh, that was her single, new single entitled Favor. Um, you guys can check that out, available on iTunes, and you can connect with her, Marika Chislam, on uh, Twitter as well, you guys. This evening, you guys, we're joined by special guest Erica Michelle, the Broken Heart Specialist, you guys. If you're out there got a question or comment, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139. And, uh, Erica, I think we have a caller, so I'm going to bring a caller in here. Um, okay. Caller from the area code 443, um, last digit 9177. State your name and where you're calling from. Hey, well, um, I'm calling from Baltimore, Maryland this day, and this is Dr. Uwe. How you doing, Dr. Uwe? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I am doing great. You got a question or comment for Erica? Well, no, I just want to celebrate her. I just thank her so much. This opportunity uh, doesn't come, uh, should I say, in a healthy tone too often. Oftentimes it's a pity party and it goes sour real real fast. Um, And for those of us who are in a relationship and have never broken up in a relationship, I got to say some of us haven't been in a relationship long enough to break up. But uh, mm. <laughs> it yes, is all good. But I'm going to tell you this real talk. You know when you've actually had gotten over somebody is when you can actually pray for them and mean it. Yes. Or when the mm. time comes when you actually walk by or reintroduce that person and you really don't remember their name or what they actually did for or to you. Mm. I think that <laughs> is when things really go the different way. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. But, <laughs> I couldn't agree I just more. wanted to uh, chime in. Yeah, I just wanted to chime in for a second and uh, sit back and relax. I mean, if you, hey, if, if you needed me to, you know, answer a question or or, or what have you, I, I'd be glad to. But I, I just want to say, I'm so excited to hear this. And beyond beyond me, butterfly, you've always had great shows. And I'm just going to be. A, um, I'm not going to be a butterfly, but I'm going to be a, a, a fly <laughs> on the wall. Okay. okay. <laughs> Thank you. Right. Talk to you later. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. And um, I wanted to ask you, Erica, uh, during the process, um, and you mentioned earlier in the show about um, being um, raised up um, where all of the women around you kind of were, you know, they kind of shield their emotions. You know, they didn't really yeah. share their emotions. And so we have a lot of women um, as well who have grown up in households like that, and some of us, you know, still are surrounded um, by family members such as that. Do you think that plays a very significant role um, in how we share our emotions or lack thereof when it comes to getting in relationships with people, period? Yes. Yes. Can you hear me? I can. Okay, I'm sorry, because... I just need to make sure I didn't hear for a minute. But you, um, to answer that, yes, I, I okay. think it's a twofold thing. Here's what I, I believe. I don't think there's anything wrong um, with being um, protected, you know, protected of your heart, right? Because okay. the Bible says out of okay. the heart flows what? It flows the issues of life. So we 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 must in any kind of relationship, whether it's a platonic, whether it's, you know, just um, – 
a romantic, whether it's business, however the relationship unfolds, whether it's family, I think that it's very important that we um, protect but are guarded, not protect, forgive me, guarded. Here's what protection does. Protection builds this wall that initially it was built, right? We put it there to keep people out. But in return, right. what it does is it, it converts to be, um, I say, our personal bars, right? So no longer is it keeping people out, but it's keeping us in. It's keeping us in hostage. No longer is it keeping people out because people aren't coming in because you're not letting them in. So then you're going into right. the hostage mode, which now says that I don't trust anybody. I'm not letting anyone, you know, in. And that's not what God desires for us because we understand mm-hmm. that God is love. But the world and ourselves in the world, we have begun to taint the word love. It's lust. Um, it's no longer I truly love you covenant love. I mean, love that says no matter how you um, act today or how you don't act today or how you I, – I can't turn my love off and on. So that that was always a hard thing for me because I, I'm all or nothing. That's the type of woman I've been. Right. My mom taught me she, you know, um, how to love, although as time went on, I began to – Um, no longer guard it, but I begin to protect it. So that means I would self-sabotage relationships, right? So before you can walk out of my life, I would self-sabotage that relationship because I didn't want to experience the hurt or the abandonment or disappointment, all of those things that came with, in my mind, that came with breakup or that came with ending a relationship, no matter whether it was healthy or unhealthy. So, yes, it has definitely become a um, stronghold for a lot of women, especially if we've experienced being hurt often. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we begin to, instead of keeping people out, we're keeping ourselves bound in, and we cannot do that. Absolutely, and and it's that trust factor as well because a lot of times when we have given our all and and put our all into individuals and they have broken that trust that we have given Mm -hmm. them, um, you know, we sometimes we hold that next person hostage, you know, for what the last yes. person did. So, it's, yes. you know, and you, and you talked about it before the break about, you know, taking that, um, those, those, those um, previous situations into current relationships. Um, and it's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why, as you mentioned, uh, we were talking about the mourning process and how some mm-hmm. people say, oh, girl, you need to get over it, go on a few mm-hmm. dates. You know, and get yeah. back out there and keep going. But in fact, sometimes you need to stay at the house and work yeah. on you and get yeah. you together. Because if you go and jump in something too soon, you know, then you know if, if that doesn't work out, you know, it's going to be even worse than it was the first yeah. time because yeah. you're just piling up on you know each thing. layer on so, top of layer. Yeah, yeah. and if I can throw absolutely. something in there really quick, yeah. if yeah. we really study. Um, the heart, right? If we really study the heart, the heart has three layers. There's three Mm -hmm. layers that cover the heart. And there's a reason that those, and they all play a certain part. So I'm not saying don't, um, don't guard yourself. Don't, you know, be careful before you jump into the, I'm most definitely that because I understand that once you allow people through those layers, once those layers mm-hmm. are removed, then that heart Absolutely. is then open and it's 
um, it can be damaged. It could, you know, the heart right. is that little fist, that little thing that pumps. It it gives us life. If that stops, life stops. You can lose a kidney. You can, you know, you can have a, a issue with a muscle. You know, you can have all of these issues. But if the heart stops, then your life stops. And that's what happens in breakup if you don't take the time to heal. Your heart is no longer beating the according to the way God has created it to beat for one another because you're hurt. It's damaged. So it is important that if something happens to the heart, they tell you, you know, women, we're at high risk with heart, with heart issues. We, we, we are number one in that. Absolutely. And, um, and there is a such thing that's where people have um, died. You can do the research. It's called the broken heart syndrome. That's a true mm-hmm. fact. You can go to um, go online and do the research, and it usually the Heart Institute will tell you about that. Um, that's what happens when, you know, like two elderly people, and you they say, God, my grandmother mm-hmm. and my grandfather, they've been together for 70-something years. One died right. and shortly after the other. That's yeah, a broken, that's later, a broken heart a syndrome. Yeah. yeah, the broken yeah. heart syndrome. So what happens yeah. is that that heart is working harder than normal, and so when it does, it, you know, so long story short, I am saying that I I truly believe in, in breaks. There's no way that you can tell me that you've been in, whether it was marriage or not, you was in a relationship today if you truly was in this relationship. Now, if you're just playing games, that's a whole other thing. But if you was truly you're committed right. to this relationship, there's no way you can tell me tomorrow you're ready for another relationship. You mm-hmm. it, it, you mm-hmm. have to heal. You have to take that time in and learn and glean from what, what went wrong. What was my part? Did I jump in too fast? Did I, whatever your issue is. And so I believe without a shadow of a doubt that you should take a break. And a break means Absolutely. date yourself. Take yourself out. Say, do I enjoy going out with myself? Do I enjoy sitting here watching TV by myself? Some people can't even stand <laughs> being by themselves. They have to have friends right. over all the time. They got to be in somebody's house, somebody car, somebody club. That's a problem. That That, that is yeah. definitely a problem when you're dependent on other people. So I believe it's important Absolutely. that we take that break. Absolutely, absolutely, and we have another caller here from area code two eight one last digit six five eight eight. State your name and where you're calling from. That's cool. I'm calling from Texas. How are you, ladies, doing this evening? I'm blessed. You're doing great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. I just called the tail. Actually, caught the tail end of the conversation. Uh, one of the things, okay. first of all, Eric, I want to tell you, I really enjoy. Uh, what you had to say um, is very insightful. But what I, one of the things I wanted to ask you is that did you, mm-hmm. do you find yourself at some times or some point during a relationship where you're trying to micromanage your oh. emotions because a yeah. lot of times each individual is scared to put all of themselves into a relationship because there is a fear of getting hurt. When did you get to a mm-hmm. point where you said, you know what, I'm no longer going to allow fear to control as far as having a successful, healthy relationship. Yeah, yeah well, can yeah. I be honest with you? Um, fear is always present, right? Because right. the opposite of fear is faith. So you're gonna, everything that we encounter in life is always going to have a fear factor and a faith factor there. So I want to say that fear 
I believe for me, fear is always present, but the fear is is now in a different way. It's a healthy because I understand that when fear comes, it is it. God made that emotion. It was I believe what it was sent to do was to give us warning, right? Warning, warning, warning. Something is not right. But it wasn't right. made to um to to go into the unhealthy mode. So what it does for me is every when it when it pops its head up because it does. Um, because my relationship with Christ is different now, I'm able to identify it. And I ask God, is that fear present because there's something there that I'm missing? This is literally like I have to have a conversation with him. Or is it the fear that I I still continue to carry? And, I, you know, and it may take me a few minutes. I have to go through scripture. Okay, God, you know, this fear. And then if it, it, and this is how I know. If it intensifies, it's heavy, it's because I'm carrying that. And then I have to say, okay, God, no longer do I want to carry this weight. Because you place, you allow this person to come into my life, and it's not fair for them to have to pay for something that I went through with, you know, whether it's, right. like I say, platonic or a romantic relationship or whatever. But, yes, I don't think I, I ever, I've ever gotten to the place where it doesn't show up, but I have gotten to the place where now I'm able to identify, is it a healthy fear or is it an unhealthy fear? And this is how I need to address it. So I hope that answered your question. Absolutely. I, again, I just want to commend you for your vulnerability and just standing in your truth because there are a lot of people that are going through that situation and they really truly don't know how to deal yeah. with it. They allow fear to control yes. what they want out of life, especially having a, a healthy and viable relationship. Much continued success mm-hmm. for both of you thank ladies, you. and thank you for allowing me. Thank you for the question. God bless you. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much. Wonderful question. Yes, most definitely. Awesome, awesome. And I think, uh, Dr. Uwe, did you have a a comment uh, (laughs) for us? (laughs) (laughs) Well, first of all, I was hoping that you would uh, actually put me on after somebody with a little higher voice. I don't know if I can make my voice that that going deep. I'm kind of jealous, but it's all good. Uh, that, that being said, I, I've heard you You spoke about the three layers of the heart And once you have actually lost your heart You're actually pronounced dead But there's also a thing Within the medical science That's being called brain dead You can live with an artificial heart mm-hmm. mm, But as long see. as you're not Well, they call me Dr. Louis For a reason And uh, <laughs> the, the, the brain dead They said once you are brain dead, then that's when they pronounce you dead. So with that being said, if one can go through life or a relationship with an artificial heart, and I've actually have been there, I think I'm still suffering from emotional impotence. I have to ask you this. How and when do you know that you're ready to allow somebody else to hurt you again? Well, well, let's say this. Let, okay, so I'm gonna go scripture. I'm not gonna go. I'm gonna go spiritual with this one, and not natural, because everything I do, I always feel like there's a comparison. But what we, for me, I'm not afraid to um, embrace hurt. As I was speaking to the gentleman before, there's a there is fear was created as an emotion for a reason. So, but we can make it a negative, or we can it can be healthy or unhealthy. So, my mm-hmm. thing is this: relationship is always a risk because you're taking two people 
who are two, di- I mean, from two different walks of life. They've, I don't care if you live right next to each other and you grew up all the days of your life. Two households are never ran the same. You're two individual in- people. But the blessing about God is, and I shared this last week, I had a, uh, we had a book signing in D.C., and I said, love never hurts. So if you're experiencing hurt and, and, and you're in a, in a romantic relationship and it hurts, then, then that relationship is not in a healthy place because love never hurts. How do I know? Because God is love, and that's not who he is. That's not the characteristics. In Corinthians, it tells us what love is. And so if love is all of these things, it keeps no count of wrong. You know, it does, it, all of these things that love does, if it's hurting you, that's not healthy. And so that relationship, either one, you guys need to come to an agreement and say we need to get some help, some counseling, whatever, or two, I would say I would need to back up out of that because I've experienced what I thought was love and it hurt. I'm not going to say you're not going to have issues. I'm not going to say you're not going to have up days and down days, but I'm going to promise you that in that, it, that love will be so um, authentic that it would never feel like hurt. It may be disappointment because that's a human person. It may be that, you know, wow, you know, I didn't know that you could act like this or you could talk like this or whatever it may be. You're uncovering different layers of that person, but love never hurts. So I would not prone myself to ever go into a relationship and say, okay, when, you know, when does this stop? No, love, when love hurts, then you have to reevaluate that relationship. Hmm. Well, what if the threshold for pain is greater than the pain that's given? Okay, so let's again say pain is an emotion, right? You you say you, mm-hmm. you're not called a doctor for nothing. So we know pain always gives us an indication of something. If something hits my foot, that pain goes through my whole body. I'm not going to just yeah. look at my foot and say, okay, keep hurting. I'm going to see to it, right? right? I'm going to say, okay, let right. me make sure a nail didn't, you know, break or there's no blood in it or whatever. So the threshold mm-hmm. of pain is everybody has a different tolerance. My tolerance may yeah. be, you know what, I grew, I grew out of as soon as something is uncomfortable, I run, right? So it just depends right. on the individuals that's in that relationship is that, that should be able to determine that threshold for that pain. But, again, pain, yeah. is, to me, does not signify hurt. Abuse, if somebody right. hit me, that's pain and that hurt. That's, that's two yeah. different things, right? So I'm not going to stay in that type of hurt just because, I, you know, I got this high level of, of pain tolerance. No, that's unhealthy. Right. So that, you know, that, that, would be, that would be what I would say about that. So I would need to evaluate that pain. If I'm continually um, feeling like every time we leave each other's presence, you know, I'm, I'm just hurting, I'm in pain, I'm just, you know, that's mm-hmm. unhealthy. That, that's, that's, not yeah. a, that's not a healthy relationship at all. I don't care right. how, how much tolerance you can take. At some point, yeah. you have to create the boundary and say, this is enough. Enough is right. enough. I, I absolutely agree with you. And first and foremost, uh, I got to say you're awesome. But I had to ask the questions because I have some unsound Negroes. Uh, mm-hmm. I said, I, you know, don't want to ask the question, so I just want to ask it for them. But no, I appreciate that. so eloquent and wonderful, but I do have to say, you know, Jesus was in the garden of the cinema, and he uh, had to weep for the love of the Lord that yes. he had to go through. So yes. that being said, you know, love will hurt sometimes. But yes, it, yes. 
that mm. don't pin me up on a cross foot. But hey, I appreciate you. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go back on uh, on the wall. Yeah, uh, okay. Second, All right. Thank you, <laughs> doctor. No, I agree. Love does hurt sometimes. Yes. Lo- but yes. but but it shouldn't be an unhealthy hurt. You right. see, there's 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 an unhealthy and a healthy hurt. And sometimes right. we are gonna Absolutely. hurt. Our children hurt us. They do things Absolutely. that you know, God, that hurt me. But guess what? I tell them, I don't say you hurt me. I say the behavior. I don't like the behavior. It's not that I don't like you. Yeah. I love you. That right. didn't, you didn't hurt me. The mm-hmm. behavior. So we have to right. be able to differentiate those two things. What is the Absolutely. behavior behind that? Absolutely. And you mentioned yeah. something um, during that about, you know, if every time you're together and when you're away from each other, you know, there's, you know, you feel in some type of way where you're just feeling incomplete, you know, you also yes. have to look at that as a codependency. You know, we become yes. codependent on people. Mm-hmm. You know, we look at people yes. as, as giving us life and, and oh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you hear you know, it all I'm not the time. right if he ain't around. Yeah, I'm not yeah, right if he ain't around or if she's not in my presence and so forth. So That's a lot unhealthy. of times we have to check. Yeah, we have to check that codependency and that attachment that we have to people because, yeah. like you said, it goes back to some other things. The root, yeah, we have to go back to the root and or even the seed. Yeah, we have to go back to the seed and find the root to the know, seed. and discover, yes. yeah, really what's going yeah. on. So, uh, man, I tell you, uh, Erica, I have truly, truly enjoyed uh, having you on the show this evening. Uh, it has been magnificent uh, having yeah. you on here. And uh, it's just been a powerful dialogue, and I'm so thankful for, to all the callers that are on the line that listen to yeah. the gentlemen that called in and chimed in as Thank well. You. And uh, But I want you to tell the folks out there where they can go uh, to purchase um, your um, workbook entitled um, My One Year Sabbatical, A Woman's Got yeah. to Find Self Love, Healing, and His Masterpiece. Yeah, and Peace is P E A C E. So to purchase, yeah, because that's, that's the peace that I needed through that time. Um, <laughs> Uh, to, to purchase my workbook, you can go to directly to my website, which is Erica Michelle Speaks, and that's with an S, so E-R-I-C-A-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, Speaks, S-P-E-A-K-S dot com. You can roam around and look, you know, to see what we have there, but you can go directly to the product um, tab and or my workbook is uh, published in on Amazon and Barnes & Noble online. But I usually don't advertise that because most people want a signed copy, so they'll go to my website and I send it directly. But um, that's where they can purchase that and they can follow me on um, any of my social media website, um, sorry, sites, um, which is Facebook and Twitter is His Masterpiece, P-E-A-C-E, and Instagram that. is His Masterpiece <laughs> with the number one. I love it. I love it. Make sure you guys follow her, especially um, as well um, on her Facebook page as well. A lot of insightful things uh, Erica shares um, throughout the day, throughout the week, you guys. Um, And I think that's what we need. Um, At a time where a lot of people are going through just so much, um, having someone who shares that peace, you know, P E A C E with yes. you um, is what we need uh, to uh, get us back to where we need to be. So um, I'm thankful that you came on this evening. I'm thankful Thank that you, you gave me the opportunity me. to have you on the show. Yeah, and uh, you got any final words you, you want to say to yeah, the listeners? Yeah, I have. Right here? Um, 
Yes, I, I I just want to leave a quote that I um I love Absolutely. to share with, with 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 women and men. And the quote basically is my personal quote is my personal thought, and it says people will only value you at what they think you're worth. Because you and I talk about mm. self love a lot. Because when you get out of unhealthy relationships, you really go through an issue with what well, what was wrong with me. And so I want to remind women and men all across the world that people will only value you at what they think you're worth. You teach people how to value you. You don't let them put a word on you. And so that's what I would leave with them this afternoon. I love that. I love that. It would not have been a greater note uh, to end off of, you guys. Make sure you guys uh, go and connect with uh, Erica as well. I'm going to put her social media sites and website on the Beautiful Butterfly Show page on Facebook um, for you guys to get access to her. And uh, once again, yeah. it has been an absolute pleasure having you here on the show uh, this Thank evening. You, I have truly enjoyed the dialogue, absolutely. And I hope that you'll come back and, and visit and hang out with me again. I will come back anytime. Anytime you need me, <laughs> I will make myself available. I love what awesome. you're doing. I will continue to pray Thank for you, you and your ministry and all the doors you. that you open for those to come on and share um, whatever it absolutely. is they're sharing. You be blessed this afternoon. Thank you. You have a good one. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, you guys, that was our special guest, Erica Michelle, you guys, the Broken Heart Specialist, and we truly enjoy um, having her on here this evening uh, for the dialogue. And uh, Dr. Uwe, you got any final words you want to share with us as we get ready to get out of here? <laughs> well, yeah, uh, hey, she was absolutely amazing, wasn't she? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, but I, I got to go ahead and chime in. Um, with that being said, as she said, you have to treat, teach people how to treat you. I'm a firm believer. I live by the motto that people will only respect what they cannot disrespect. Mm. That is my firm belief. You know, not only teach them, but you got to make sure that they, that they do understand. And for those of you, uh, you know, here the, trying to find out where I am, I'm kind of ashamed what I'm doing right now, so I'm trying looking for a different kind of piece. So uh, I, I can't put out too much. <laughs> what? Oh my goodness! <laughs> you know me. That's what I do. I know, I know, and I, I appreciate you and your support, you guys. Man, if you guys don't know, man, me and Dr. Uwe go like a long time. He, he He's uh, been with me, man, uh, I think uh, early, in my early days of starting radio. Uh, so he's been around oh, yeah. for a couple years, you guys. So uh, definitely a great supporter, and I appreciate you always uh, supporting and all of that good stuff. And thank you for calling in today. I, I, definitely good to hear from you. I hope this won't be the last time. It's never the last time, but you know what? If there's something else that you need me to do, uh, a show to chime in on or whatever, hey, and you know I'll be pulling up my shows pretty soon. So, uh, I know. hey, I'm going to get you to come on through, and we're going to make that happen. Look at him calling Absolutely. again. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, you have a good rest of your evening. I'll be talking with you soon. Guaranteed. Take care. All right. All right, you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Make sure you check out Erica Michelle, you guys, on Twitter uh, so you guys can get access to her as well. Uh, her Twitter name is His Masterpiece, and the piece is spelled P-E-A-C-E. Go check out Erica Michelle 
on Twitter uh, and on Facebook. You guys connect with her so that you can purchase um, her book and all of that good stuff. So with that said, folks, we're going to get ready to get out of here. I truly enjoyed having you guys a part of the platform this evening. I'll see you guys again next week, same time, same place. Have a great weekend.